Dan Graziano, my insider, I will start with you. Dan, why was zero preseason games so important to the players? Well, first of all, Greeny, the players really thought that the, the playing any kind of preseason game was dumb this year because while the league is not in a bubble, they're kind of putting each team in its own sort of quote-unquote bubble where they're sanitizing the facility and they have uh, procedures in place to try and keep people safe. So the idea of putting everybody on a plane, flying them to a different city, and then playing football with another team that's been in a different setup uh, and risking transmission of the virus was silly for a game that doesn't count in the standings. So that was, that was fundamentally their argument. But what this really comes down to is this training camp ramp-up period the players have been pushing for, 21 days of just strength and conditioning, followed by 10 days of non-padded practices before they get into contact. The players want as long a ramp-up period as possible. They're coming off an off-season where they haven't done any on-field work, and preseason games would get in the way of that schedule. It's very difficult to schedule around preseason games. You don't practice the day before. You don't practice the day after. So effectively, every preseason game takes three days away from your practice schedule. So getting rid of them will make it easier to have have that longer ramp up period as well. D and Davis, the show. Thank Cal Means for joining us and breaking down what's going on, particularly with White Sox baseball. We did a little Cubs, but it was a lot of White Sox. It's a lot of South Sox. Funny thing, what's up? That I believe the Sox did like a three point something, if not higher. Yeah, they rated very high. Yeah, but when they were bringing like the Cubs, the Sox haven't done that since 2012. But it's like, yeah, because no one can see the Cubs right now. So, of course. But no, you can watch it if they're marquee. Mark, yes, what I'm saying, Comcast. Oh, they they are not on Comcast, right? No, they're not on Comcast. Okay, well, I don't have Comcast, so. All right, so the point I was making was, yeah, you're going to do a higher number when Cubs fans want to see their team. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. So it's like it's cool to say like people are excited (laughs) about seeing the Sox, but yes, people also who have Comcast. Right. And mind you, it's not like the Cubs are on GN right now. So we're talking about basically people that are wired in. Yeah, they're going to do a higher number because people want to see what the Cubs are looking like right now. And real quick, I wonder if a big problem is we know baseball's demographics for fans super, like, older Mm -hmm. than everybody else. Mid-50s. I mean, is this a situation where if you don't – if you have Comcast, do you not have, like – a fire stick or something else a lot of them that don't. you could get marked yes. so no, you are yeah. completely we beholden to what you we get were, on Comcast. I forget which uh, host or which producer we were lucky enough to have, uh, not the last time, but the times before when we were on the score, and he was talking about trying to set it up for his pops. Yeah, a lot of people that are in their 50s. I think it was Adam. Was it Adam? Maybe it have been Jordan. Okay. Maybe been Jordan. But, yeah, you can't sit here and teach. I mean – you can't teach your pops necessarily how to go to Reddit and find that stream right. or whatever. Right. So, yes, it's they can easy. barely use Hulu. Right, it's easier to sit there and do that. So again, props to the Sox, but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. That that number was a lot higher because Cubs fans were also trying to view what was happening with their team. Luckily for the Cubs, though, the Cubs and the White Sox are playing each other, playing against each other six times this six this, times a six, this short season. Ten percent of their games is going to be against the Cubs, and it seems like Marquee and Comcast will get it done. But I feel like Comcast yeah. is like, we got you right now. So what you yeah. gonna do? You can use yeah. that YouTube as like as much as you want, but truth be served, yeah. you're gonna have to come over here. Because we can do – think about it. Mark, Comcast is basically like Xfinity, Comcast, whatever. 
we can do without 60 gaming so y'all like it's not 162 right 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 like we can like i got you over That's the barrel point. like we can do and like we, we also and this is a thing like if i'm jerry ronson i'm like don't do nothing because this is equivalent of him pulling them off. Yeah, I was just about to say that. And you're gonna have a you're gonna have a few a few uh, Cubs fans gonna be like, I want to see baseball. I want to see baseball. You're in the predicament right now where people haven't seen any baseball and are in their house. And we're talking about a lot of times in some cases we're talking about retired folk. So we're not even talking about people when we're talking about baseball's demographic. Yes, it's fifty and older or whatever. We're talking about people that are closer to retire. White males closer to retirement. But how long do we think this holdout is going to happen, though? My only point is... You, you think maybe next to, season they'll fix it? Yeah, they'll fix it by next year. And I think they'll fix it this year. Let me say this. I think it'll be done this year. But they don't necessarily have to do it because it's worse for Marquis if they don't do it now. Because it's like... And on top of that, your team may not even be as good. So yeah. it's like, yeah. dude, you like this isn't World Series Cubs coming to Comcast like what you gonna do you know what I'm saying this is like (laughs) they're just coming with the Cubs right you know it's better we're named the Chicago Cubs right it's better than like the late 890s Cubs but still it's not this it's not necessarily the same but anyway Ryan uh, definitely want to kick it off and talk a little football Uh, you lead us up Ryan Uh, how are we gonna go take this segment moving forward please well I want to do some national stuff for sure. But with the recent news of the NFL doing their safety protocols, like daily testing, the big one is no preseason games at all. And here in Chicago, we know that it's all about the quarterback competition. And even Matt Nagy, Mr. We're going to sit out the preseason, has even said before this news that they were going to battle it out in preseason. We were going to see a lot of them. So now – Wanted to get your guys' opinion, your thoughts and perspective, where probably the first pass thrown by a Bears quarterback this year will be in the regular season. And a lot of people felt Mitch was going to get the first reps in camp. You know, does he get the first reps in the regular season, or does Nick Foles now, with everything being shortened, is he just the obvious candidate to be the starter? Ooh, I don't know if he's an obvious now. I think it's I think it's definitely going to come off what we see and hear from the, based on reporting that we hear and see um, about camp. Uh, but I'm maybe I'm wrong. I'm thinking you're probably just going to go with Mitch because he's already been here. I mean, he was a star last year, right? So it's kind of like we can't have the natural competition of actually live games to see what's going on. All we have is practice, but we just had a dude who played a whole entire season with these guys that's already here on the offense. You might as well just roll out Mitch. I'm not a fan of it. I think this is per, I think this is very uh, a very lucky circumstance for Mitch Trubisky. So I think Nick Foles would have really pushed him for that starter position. But if I'm if I'm Nagy, I'm basically like, I, what can I do? I can't. I, my man's over here. My man's Foles. He hasn't had enough reps with my guys, like actual live like live reps. So I'm guessing it's going to be Mitch. Then they was to show me D Ryan and myself. Um, I did mention that I felt this was a month ago that it will affect the Bears not getting preseason games or the lack of preseason games. Um, on yeah, because I believe a month ago they cut it down to about two. two so two. we 
So Owen, Sean, Owen Sean and my uh, yesterday, uh, Eric Lambert from the Sports Mockery was on there. And I asked him a question. And I said, you know what? And it's something we've talked about on the show plenty of times. I said last year, because we could say that there's no preseason game, so how are the Bears going to figure out what they're doing? Last year, if you paid attention during uh, preseason in Bourbonnet, before any games, they let us know Mitch wasn't really succeeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yes, if you really – and I said, they covered it up, but they t- – like, if you paid attention, Matt Nagy said he should be advantageous, but even in him going after it, he was messing up, uh, going against an quasi-elite defense at that time before we knew it wasn't going to be as well. But, of course, we know teams that are turnover-prone, it doesn't really leak over to the next year because turnovers, to a certain degree, are a matter of luck. Or just getting the ball, even if you cause a turnover, to actually get the ball. So – I do think there's still a great chance that if the Bears, and this is another thing too, when we talk about someone like a Khalil Mack, we said this before, I think a lot of reason Khalil Mack didn't want to talk last year was because Khalil Mack didn't want to say something that was going to break that team up offensively mm-hmm. and defensively um, when it came to the quarterback play. And we've seen what we've heard from what we've seen, he's been going at it like a dog, getting back after it. I don't think it's going to be easy for Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace to one, if uh, uh, Nick Foles is playing better than Mitchell Trubisky to hold Nick Foles back. In Best practice, you mean? Moving forward, after after the players see who's doing well, isn't you're not going to be able because of course it's another thing. This is all in house, right? Mm-hmm. So if 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 Mitch Trubisky is playing less lesser than Nick Foles, it will leak that Nick Foles is playing better than them, all right? And if it doesn't – it will sim, it will leak during the, the, the uh, preseason, I mean, during training camp or whatever. But when we get to the first few games, if Mitch is the starter and we're still not seeing the desired results, the leak will continue to fester. So I do think you can still find out who's the better player. Now, Mitch Trubisky has an advantage because he's with Bears receivers – Nick Foles is still down in Florida, wherever he is or whatever. He's not been able to fly up here, bring his family up here. Mm. Um, so there's still an, an advantage to Mitch Trubisky. Best case scenario is Mitch Trubisky figuring it out. Mm-hmm. All right. That is still the best case scenario, to say the least, because he has more talent, quote unquote, than Nick Foles. We're talking just raw talent or whatever. But the question is, does he have the grit and the IQ to necessarily get it done? But I, even with, and I'm still saying it's a hindrance, that you're not going to get to see them against other teams during this time. I do believe from what we heard in last year's preseason uh, run during Bourbon A that Mitch isn't clicking, that if Mitch isn't clicking, there's going to be more of a push to see what Nick Foles can do because there's only a finite amount of time with the players that are on this roster with the with with the coaches that are signed to this team to try to get something done to either extend their careers here or extend their careers someone else moving forward. I was going to say I, was, I would say this. I'm sorry, Ryan. I would say this. You brought the fact that if if Trubisky is not playing well, that we will start to hear leaks from the players. Obviously, uh, maybe these reporters they're going to report what they're going to report, but probably some in-house like. Leakage, if you want to say. Well, uh, one thing really quick to that, D. Yeah. Uh, usually, the team outside of Burbank, when it's in house hall, you get to, the media gets to see a small portion of practice, but it's usually not the portion of practice that really matters. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But 
if we start to hear these leaks come out and you see maybe one of two games, let's give, let's give, let's say the season. Cause I want to say something about, I'm going to bring up the fact that are we even going to have a NFL season, but let's just say they have a season going on. And if the first three games of Trubisky isn't playing well, so that's going to be the leaks. If there are any uh, from practice, plus the fact that he doesn't do well, the first to say two or three games, I don't think Nagy is going to have any other choice, but to pull him because we saw him get pulled last season. They can try to cover it up if they wanted to, or they wanted to last season. Dude got pulled. And I, and I think, and Ken, you've been saying this for a while, Nagy is not trying to get his wagon hitched to him. Because he's not trying to be a coordinator after this if, exactly. he, if it doesn't work out. He's not trying to keep his wagon hitched to Mitch Trubisky because you only have so many bites of the apple to be an NFL head coach. Mm-hmm. So if he is not doing well, and this team, I think – for the most part, I think we even said this, they could possibly be seven and nine. It could be nine and seven. I don't know how up there. Maybe they can make a playoff run. I think they could be better than that. Okay. All right. Say say 800. Quarterback players, you know? But that's my thing, though. So, this team doesn't – I mean, the window's open, but it ain't wide open. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of open. You can sneak in with the NFL. You can do it – we've seen the Giants, the New York Giants doing what Ken and I was doing Football Island – it was like, damn, the Giants won the Super Bowl again? It's like, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like these just fluky kind of a thing. So he did it twice, but it was kind of fluky. Um, but I don't think he was going to have any other choice, guys. If he doesn't perform well in the first couple of games, first two or three games, he's going to have to pull them. But I think he's going to have to start them because it's like – Nick Foles like just come said, up it's with, the best-case scenario. It's the we best need case Mitch scenario. to be good. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you do. You know, it's funny when you say that they're going to have to start him in a way. At least that's my opinion. No, no, no. I want to say this. In a way, don't you, If in a, do they have to start him in a way just to prove to everyone he's not the one? Because it's easier to uh, sit. It's easier, if- they might have to, it's easier to sit there to some people and bring him in and let him fail. Then to bring in Nick Foles rather than Nick Foles comes in and is mediocre and people are asking for Mitch to come back in. Nah, I think I think it's to your point, your original point. They need him to succeed. This team needs him to succeed. That's what, but I'm, that's what I'm in saying. The situation though. they're in. So if he's going to succeed, though, D, you're going to give him the first opportunity. Yeah, all I'm yeah, saying. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, start, isn't right. it easier to? Let him come in. Let the proof in the pudding be right there, and he falls on his face. And then to say we're going with this guy. See, my understanding well, is well, what you're. Well, I'm sorry, Ryan, but what it seems like you're trying to say, Ken, is that do you think they're kind of setting him up to fail? Are you saying, saying that? No, I'm not saying no, no, they're no. setting him up to fail. But it, it, this is the thing: you don't want to leave too much questions to where we have to keep doing this switch. No, you don't. Three. No. Nobody so it's easier to say the incumbent. You know what? He's the incumbent. Even if Nick Foles is playing better and it's close. Let's just say they're even, Steven, but Nick Foles, it being a veteran, is a little bit better, but still they're close. To say, let's put Mitch in and let's give Mitch this much rope, right? And because, one, we got the backup. We got the super utility cat up in here. Yeah. 
And then we'll, there's no question because I'll be honest, and it'll still be a question because Nick Foles is no world beater. If Nick Foles kind of falls on his face, people are going to be asking for Mitch at some point. Uh-huh. But it's a lot easier to let Mitch go out there and Mitch it up and then to bring in Nick Foles because that's two years now where we've seen, well, a year and a half or a year mm-hmm. and a few games, we've seen the Mitch product. So it's easier to sit there and be like, especially let's just say if you're Nagy, I'm trying to prove to management, my boss, look, this is your dude. Mm-hmm. We gave him every opportunity. Yep. This is what it is. Rather than we go with Nick Foles and management's still like, Nick Foles is all right, but, you know, maybe Mitch, Mitch would have been out there to get that first down off that run and that scramble. Um, just That's what I'm saying as far as that. Not just I'm setting him up. But also, it's just better to make sure that this option is closed to a certain degree. Not saying it can't be opened up again, but you know what? We went through and sussed out every possible part of that option, and that's why we're moving forward. That's right. Uh, I think there's two things to that. One, is anyone in danger of losing their job between Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy? If we have a football season and it's not a good season again, I think probably both are coming back, but I want to just kind of just bring that out there because if let's say winning is an ultimatum, I wonder if that also leads into the quarterback decision where, hey, we need to win right away. Let's go with Nick Foles. If it's not win or bust, I think you can give Mitch that leeway because you can kind of take a chance and see what happens. But if you feel like you're going to lose your job if you don't make the playoffs – I think that's big in oh, terms Ryan, of letting Mitch go. It's win or bust with how much money you're paying on that defense. Defense. I was and just rest, about to say that. Like, it's yeah. win, it is – like, this isn't a team that doesn't have money. And think about this. What happens if the cap goes back? The Bears are basically Probably at will. the cap. Yes, it will go back. So we're talking about a team that's at the cap. Regardless of what you desire – you you have Khalil Mack, Eddie Johnson. What are you going to do? Akeem Jackson. Higgs deal is coming. No, thank you, Eddie Jackson. Akeem Higgs deal is going to – you haven't re-signed Allen Robinson. Like, yeah. like, dude, they're at the – Cal Fuller still on a, on a nice deal. They could like, be right now win a bust. Trevathan got new money. You're going to have to give uh, – uh, But it's Roquan different Smith. when – Thank you, Roquan Smith. I'm just saying, like, they, they, this isn't a, a team that's not at the cap, Ryan. When you're I at agree. the when you're at the cap, you're not playing to find stuff out because the players that you are playing are either going to dip off and you're not going to be you're not going to pay them anymore, or they're going to still exceed the amount of money you want to pay them. And you're going to have to let them go. So this but then window isn't that impossible with your scenario to let Mitch go out there and fall on his face. No, because it, what if he doesn't fall on his face? Like, again, now, it's am, a gamble. I, it's a am gamble. I banking on Mitch? No. But there's still a chance that he can be good, right, with the arm that he has and the feet that he has. There's sure. still a chance that you can have a quarterback who is advantageous to get you first downs with his feet and can make some plays as long as he doesn't make mistakes with his arm that can help this team win and that you could probably get signed under an amount of money that can help prolong this window. But we're they're in their window right now. So I'm with, yeah. I'm with what you're saying, Ryan. If they didn't, weren't, didn't have players and weren't capped out, 
I'm with you. Like if this was a team where it was like we rebuilding and we're just we're ahead mm-hmm. of where we expect to be. So like, yeah, we got these guys and we didn't even pay nobody. Then I'm with what you're saying, Ryan. But they got guys paid right now. Oh, that's why I wonder if maybe if it's a neck and neck quarterback competition in camp and you don't know if we're gonna even finish the season or if it's just gonna be like Hey, we're gonna stop if you're I don't know seven and five. You qualify for the playoffs because mm-hmm. we're not playing the final four or something like that. Do you say we just gotta go with Nick Foles because he's been as good? We trust him more. There's more coaches that have experience with him. Do you just say we gotta because we gotta win now? I think so because it goes to the point of what Ken's brought up a while ago they at least Nagy doesn't want to hitch his wagon to Trubisky the simple fact Ryan that you even bringing up that question your initial question that would have me if I was ownership y'all all on the chopping block because I shouldn't have to ask that question right now because Nagy you trying to save your ass because Ryan Pace gave you this dude, but at the same time, Nagy, you can't coach up this guy, so you won't be in this position. There's a lot of questions there. The good thing is the defense, and we believe this, is legit and ready to roll. We think they was legit and ready to roll last season, but the offense just sucked. So the simple fact you even asking that question is, in my opinion, they head should be on the chopping block because – we don't know where's we don't we don't know a hell they ain't gonna finish the season, but we don't know where the Bears are gonna go this season. They can be very they could be good, they could be very good, or they can be like, damn. Nick Foles, Nick Foles, he ain't the Philadelphia Nick Foles, he the Nick Foles everywhere else. And Mitch Trubisky, we shouldn't have drafted his ass any damn way. We don't well, we don't know. So but yeah. I'll say I'll say this. They're in a better position than they were last year in the yes. situation. I they Chase, because they, because had they, had Daniel, they had Chase Daniels behind. But the yeah. but but whoa, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You had a guy that was proven that he was not an NFL starter and he was not capable of consistently winning. Even now, if you even if you play pity pat with Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. We've seen two seasons in Philadelphia. Well, three when he was the starter after uh, Vic got yeah. hurt. But two seasons with mm-hmm. the Carson Wentz situation that he can sit there and be the super platoon guy and come in there and do his thing. That's not Chase Daniels. Like no, that mean, and it was no, there was no competition. There was not gonna, we knew from the Giants game the year before, Chase Daniels oh, yeah. was not that guy. So now at least – the option and the threat. Let me put like even the dare of you know what we got him. So let's just say like you just said we going in the playoffs. You know what we, we we're seven and five. We can't finish the season. We going to playoffs. We going with 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 Nick Foles. That shit sounds a lot more threatening than Chase Daniels. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So the, even the, the amount of capabilities they have in the quarterback room is the best that they've had since probably Jay Cutler and McCown. I would say when McCown played so well when Cutler went out, or was that yeah. Hoyer? It was McCown, right? It was McCown. Yeah, I think McCown. it was McCown. It was McCown. Yeah. Since then, and then we can go back to maybe Orton and Orton and Grossman or whatever. But yeah. still, <sighs> I know that's what I was feeling too, Ryan. Yeah. But um, Got still, like, there's actually someone that you can be like, you know what? I wouldn't mind him playing. 
they haven't had that. You know what I'm saying? So again, that I'm not might saying be since Jim Miller or something. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's best case scenario, but actually, you have a viable option. You didn't have a viable option. It was like we get to the playoff with Mitch, we stuck. Now yeah. it's like we get to the playoff with Mitch. Throw super chase in that bad boy. Like you, <laughs> you didn't have you didn't have that. So at least now there's a lot. There's there's more of a threat. Uh, there's more of an X factor more than I want to say a threat of winning on the QB side because you have someone that show you know what I'm a supplemental guy. You put me up in that coach man. I'm I get hot. This batch. Yeah, yeah. Well, also too, you got to think about it like this. It's probably a high chance of Mitchell Brisky getting hurt. He's been hurt every season. Good chance on both of them getting yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's what I'm saying, man. I I don't know what the see, hell is going to happen. See Super Gardner Minshew, even though Ryan hates him. <laughs> yeah. I bet you they're drafting Trevor Lawrence if they're number one. Ran, ran, his, ass, <laughs> Absolutely. ran his ass straight up out of there. I'm with you. I would draft him, too. But ran Absolutely. his ass straight Gardner's up. Listen, got a, one more year. Listen, Gardner Minshew is going to win four to five games. <laughs> I thought that was going to be rings at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, Minshew. With, with your love of Minshew, I thought TV, rings were coming. I never seen Tom Brady in jean shorts. <laughs> oh, my God. But, no, he's going to – listen, I bet you Gardner Minshew plays them out of the first-round pick. I mean, the you first pick. So? You I think so? You think so? All you got to win is about four games of three. Mm. Are you gonna win us? Who's gonna be worse than Jacksonville? You somebody. But you don't think that they're trying to tank, tank for Trevor? Listen, we thought Miami. We thought Miami was trying to do that too. They coaching is too good. Miami's Miami got a good very good coach. That's a good question. Who's going to admit you got feet? Feet can get you out of a lot of stuff. I'm serious. You laughing? You laughing? But you know you laughing? But you know (laughs) feet, dog. Feet. Listen, you saying that? Hey, if my quarterback doesn't have an arm, at least he's got feet. Listen, this is. I'm gonna tell you the difference. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you the difference between that. You got a whole body. An arm, an arm, and listen, I've seen feet get you to the playoffs. Yeah, but but feet can get you. Four wins, right? Like a quarterback, they'd be like, "Man, I'm a see Josh I'm still waiting for four rings." A quarterback, it's like a quarterback that can sit there and be like, "Man, I'm getting up out of here." Compared to a statuesque guy, that's like, "Oh, oh!" A quarterback that's like, "I'm out, dog." He can get you four wins, and that's all you need to be out of first the, the first the first pick in the first round. Who is going to be worse than Jacksonville? Then the Jets. Then then the Jets draft a quarterback. It's Sam Darnold. Darnold, right? Listen, you put, I listen, mean, the Bengals could still be just as bad. No, nah, but they just they're not going to take – Yeah, they just the name But, see, they can, drive, they can trade that pick. Good point. The, 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 I would say the Jets, the Bengals, who knows how healthy Matthew Stafford's going to be this year. Wait a minute. Yeah. Who, the, who did the Bengals just draft? They just drafted – Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. Burrow, right? No, but I'm saying that they would trade the pick is all I'm saying. They and what I'm saying oh, is just they yeah, are they would still the so bad. They, he's right. They're still, they so, they're still so yeah, bad. That's true. That's true. That's uh, true. Washington. We got to throw Washington in there. No, don't, I don't think Washington is going to be worse than Jacksonville. I'm going to go Ryan. You <laughs> think so? Slurs. I, I, don't, I mean, it's not. This isn't a Ron I, Rivera thing. Yeah, Ron might don't, get them decent. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking we don't even know if they have a quarterback. We don't even know if Haskins is the option. Yeah, but he's we don't even know if he's the option or whatever. So I can I can put that dude, they going through a lot over there. They are going through a lot. So I can still look at them being a, a viable candidate. Uh we don't know what may happen with the Chargers. 
Yeah, All that right. could explode. But they got a they got a legit defense for they sure. They got legit, but we still don't know what could happen with the Chargers. I'm trying to think. I Denver? think we no, I think the, I, I think, think they're with seven and nine. Yeah, that's, that's a good. True. But you know what? That's not a bad. They will be the team to move up. Like let's just say if Joe, if, if the Cincinnati Bengals get that or whatever, I can because if Drew Lock they had a the million option, draft picks this yeah, past but draft. If Drew Block, if Drew Lock isn't the option, I think yeah. we all think that uh, Phoenix will be decent enough. Arizona, oh, Arizona the, the Cardinals, okay. Yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, with DeAndre Hopkins and Murray. And Murray, yeah. okay team. Even yeah. if they're cheating, even if it's just statistically that they're yeah. that good. I can't see them being the worst. I can't, I can't even. I'll tell you my sleeper, my dark horse team for the failure. And I'll see if we, if we both of y'all can get it. <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. I want you to go first. Uh, to, to fail is to be terrible this year? Unexpectedly. Oh, unexpectedly. Bad. Even with – the changes that they've had, but unexpectedly to be bad. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, that's not it. That's a, that's that's. Not I it was about to say Tampa. Um, dang, Cleveland. That's a good one. But you know what I'll say? Shout to my man uh, Bill O'Brien, the Texans. Oh. Yeah, I got. I think Deshaun will get him five. Come on, Mitchell's getting Jacks four. Listen, y'all like to put y'all listen, 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 listen. Y'all like to put y'all like to put a lot of Deshaun in football. Y'all be well, like, they're gonna have to all put it on Gardner Minshew. I'm just what still, else is he I'm, doing? I'm just still. But listen, Gardner Minshew has a better defense than the Texans have right now. They lost Clowney. And you still have well, to do with the injury I, I history. Of JJ. Now, I'm going to still say it. Even with, with the fact that you had the defection of um, what's his name to the Rams last year, you still have, uh, and even with uh, Calais Campbell, you mm-hmm. still have the structure of a good defense down there. I'm just saying. Even they don't have a structure of a good quarterback compared to Deshaun. I'm not, I'm not arguing that, but they don't have receivers right now, basically. And, I mean, I'm, I'm a cook guy, but he oh, is not the young. Yeah. Fuller and young, Cook? If they you still, know damn well you can't say Fuller. You know you yeah, can't say Fuller. Say Fuller. You're going to get and X amount of games in you're right. 16. So stop. So stop. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying. Thank God it was only 10 games this year. Yeah. Dude, you're asking. Listen, and you're and also – because of how rugged of a quarterback he is, we know that he can get hurt because he's going for the extra down. I think that could be a team because, dog, you can't trust O'Brien. Like, you can't trust it. It's been proven. Trade deadline. It's, it's proven. We needed to move to Sean. That's all I'm just saying. So, I, that, that, <laughs> that's one of those teams for me that I look at, and it's like, you know what? You never know. Because it's like ownership is it's not waiting. Bad. It's not bad. Ownership is waiting to be really proven how incorrect they are. It's like, man, look, he, he may work. It's like, nah, y'all been messing up. You shouldn't have given this dude all this power in the first place. Yeah, how long have you been down there now? Five, he's been down there for about five years. Yeah, I was thinking five, and he's six basically years. Been, he's basically had player control for two years Woo-wee. since they got rid of the gym. Yeah, I believe he stepped down, right? Because of his wife having cancer, and then I believe he stepped down because Bill O'Brien was trying to get all the damn pal. Mm, I, I see you over there, Bill, mm, with your black face, <laughs> making all these decisions. It should be me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm gonna move DeAndre as soon as I get my hands on this. I'm gonna get you gone, <laughs> right, Jamie Davion? I'm gonna get your ass, your lazy ass, out of here so quick. <laughs> 
So he's been oh head God. coach since 2014, and technically wow. as GM, That's they didn't count the interim since 2020. So they gave him the official title in 2020. No, two years. He had it last year. Yeah, he had just, interim, I think. Yeah, they yeah. were saying that it was – So collective. he got promoted last offseason. Right. <laughs> That's, and that's why you see DeAndre Hopkins and a Arizona Cardinals jersey. That's first move your, as GM. Why your, why your baby mama's up here like that? Bill won with whiteies. I can don't your, need him. Can your son run a 40? Well, you need to sit his ass at home. Matter of fact, he better run to Phoenix. That's what I'm saying. Like, really, dude? That was your biggest problem? That okay. was his biggest problem. I mean, hey, we got Brandon Cooks. I know, right? He got the, and then listen, he already had that player, but he doesn't stay healthy. But hey, it's a different thing. Well, now we got him healthy. Exactly. Well, two of them. Exactly. We'll see. Um, before we get up out of here, I did want to uh, bring up the simple fact that, like I said before, uh, will the NFL have a season? Uh, this is courtesy of, I can't believe I'm saying this, TMZ Sports. Um, 95 players test positive for COVID. League ex- the league expects hundreds more. Uh, 95 players have tested positive for coronavirus since the league began administering tests over the over the past four months, but the number is expected to grow by the hundreds uh, hundreds with increased testing. The NFL Player Association revealed 95 tests on its website Tuesday, and an NFLPA official tells us it's a cumulative number when the league began testing around four months. Okay, so what do you all think about this? I mean, you have 95 players. That's basically one football team as far as like not saying not just yeah. players, but just say like everybody a part of it. Ninety five, and they believe it could be a lot more. And I wouldn't be shocked by this, but a lot of those cats probably live down south. I don't know too many NFL players. Like, yeah, I'm about to move to you know North Dakota. Well, probably a lot living California too. California, you know. Texas, Georgia, Florida, yeah. the Car- maybe some in the Carolinas, Virginia. Um, and these, and right now, it's currently that's the hot spots across the country. So if you have a lead that already has 95 has been tested over the past four months and now you can't and now we have well, at least I've seen stories. I'm sure you have, too, that people are getting it or testing positive for two or three times. And then you have like a lot of players that haven't even made it back yet. We're not even talking about camp when everybody's around each other. We've already, you know, said talked about the point of what if you go to a huddle and an offensive lineman is asymptomatic and, you know what I'm saying, he might have got a negative, a false negative test or whatever like that, and he ended up just talking and chit-chatting and boom, your offensive lineman, four of them, and now tested positive. Yeah. So, once again, I know it's all about the green, especially with the NFL, but that's a lot of players that are testing positive, and we haven't even gotten to camp yet. I think the league likes the fact that that many players tested positive, to be Whoa, honest with you. you really? Yeah, because this conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. They want as many players to have it before they get into the season because even though we don't know how long the immunity lasts and some of the stuff that I've been reading, it doesn't last as long. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, the cold immunity to a certain degree. It doesn't last the season for the most part. Mm-hmm. They want those players to get it and get it out the way. That's just the honest to God truth. But you don't know has any kind of lingering effects on them. But they're not, that's not their – if they had concern about lingering effects, they wouldn't be playing. They don't have concern. They look at this as hazard pay. This is you, Look, you're going to go out there. Either you can opt out or whatever. But they're looking at it as far as it's better to have players test positive before they're in camp 
because at least you can sit there and hold them out and has as many possible and then at least believe the fact that those players won't be contagious moving forward during the season than to have a bunch of players who haven't had that, uh, haven't had that infection and then get it during the season. I just think, I mean, when you, the same thing when you hear people saying just open up schools, these kids are going to get sick. It's the same thought pattern, basically, which is like, you know what? Let them get in and get it out the way so we can get back to business. Mm. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've been really thinking, like, I want to see how baseball handles the season when it starts going on that first month or so or first 30 games because that's going to be at least a little similar to football except way more players and people and staff than baseball. But, like, the NBA, they're in a bubble. NFL is not doing a bubble. So what they're going to hopefully try to do is just – basically create their own little bubble where they are and have 32 little bubbles and everybody just try to be safe. I just think it's going to be a disaster. There's just too many opportunities. We did that story at the flip with Andrew, Andrew Whitworth, the Mm -hmm. tackle for the Rams. I mean, Mm -hmm. they just went to a restaurant and how many restaurants are open up nationwide where you have just even a small percentage, but it doesn't matter if one person has COVID and they're spreading it around like wildfire. And then all of a sudden you got families being sick. I mean, athletes are going to have to choose whether they want to do a sport or just stay out of it. They're going to have to choose what their own health going forward, if they want to be in it or not. And then on top of it, every player has to be so, so responsible with everything that they do. And even after all that, you could still catch COVID and they could shut this season down. So I don't know. To me, it just, it's hard for me to see football specifically when if you're going to have to double the roster size, that's 106, and that's not including coaches. And you might have to double the rosters just to have, you know, some people in your camp in case – what if your offensive line? Uh, seven I was going to say, down. it's going to be some suspect offensive lines when the whole room go out and you got to bring yeah. in a bunch and, of scrubs and your or quarterback de- or gets Or defensive linemen transferring over to the offensive line or something. And you're talking about all week, you're in your position groups mainly. Or maybe as yeah. a unit, but yeah. you're not like – Running backs are with defensive backs. Like, if a defensive back has it, it's just clogging up a room. You might lose all your defensive backs. And how are you going to play? Like, teams are going to be destroyed, like you said. The, mm-hmm. the, the chances of it happening is high, but we shall see what happens. 